Hey everyone, Joel Simpson here. Uh, excited to be able to introduce you to a friend of mine named Claudia Barnes. Claudia is a coach in the Lake Norman area and we met when I was living there and we've just become great friends, uh, spend some time talking, love to be able to connect with her and really excited for you to hear some of what she's able to offer um, today. The sound quality, let me talk about that for a second. <laughs> Uh, her quality is pretty good. Mine is a little spotty. I've got this microphone uh, now that I'm still playing around with how to use best. And so um, upcoming episodes hopefully will be a little better. Um, but so don't worry, I don't do most of the talking anyway. So hope you can glean something from her that is useful for this time that we're moving through and also into the future. If you have any questions, feel please reach out to her. Feel free to reach out to her. She would love that. Um, her contact info is at the end. And so I uh, hope you enjoy uh, meeting Claudia. Tell us some of your faith story uh, and how you came to be a coach and be involved in transformation work and what that is. Even I know that's a lot, but yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh, I may... I may divide it into to sections, Joel, and, and, and we'll take maybe take some time in between. But uh, as far as my faith story is concerned, I, um, I was raised in uh, with a tradition, Christian in the Christian tradition and uh, grew up a, a, with the Episcopal faith and as an Episcopalian okay. and, you know, our whole family, you know, that was extended family, you know, that was that was just that was just how everyone practiced their faith um interesting and and that that seemed to fit you know it, it i um you know i would have what do i tell people that you know i always felt like i believed in god you, you know there was never really any sort of question about that but then also it wasn't where we were a family that was practicing this every day per se Right, you know, we would go to church periodically. You, you know, uh, uh, more than more than Christmas and Easter, but but periodically, and it wasn't every day. You, you know, you didn't you didn't feel it within the family. You know, every day as far as being practiced. Sure. So yes, yeah, so that's my uh, faith tradition. That's how I grew up. Now, what was interesting though is then uh, when my uh, dad died. He died, um, gosh, let's see, 1997, I believe. And uh, then, and my parents were divorced when I was very young, you know, and there was always still a lot of, um, a lot of uh, tumultuous, you know, family environment, you know, as a result of that through, you know, throughout the years. Sure. And uh, when he died, there was some, um, I noticed in my life, then that really opened up a, um, I guess maybe an opportunity for a calling for deeper, you know, a deeper look at my own faith and uh, spirituality. And uh, it just happened that also in my work, I was transferred, uh, you know, I got this, this promotion and I was transferred up to Chicago and my aunt Mardell, who's my dad's only sister, and I really wasn't that connected with her, lived there. And she and I struck up our relationship and, and she said to me, and, and I had a deeper yearning, you know, cause I was really trying to, I noticed a lot of kind of angst within myself and trying to grieve, you know, my father's death and kind of ex work out some of that, you know? And so I had a deeper 
yearning at that time. And so I think she noticed it. And so finally she just kept bugging me and bugging me. Oh, you know, Claudia, you know, this or that about the Bible and, you know, God and everything. And finally I just tried, I said, okay. I said, why don't you just get me a Bible for dummies then? Because, you know, I'm not going to sit here. I'm this so intimidating. And, you know, she did, Joel, and uh, uh, she what got me. What was the Bible? Bible? Was it called the Bible for dummies? <laughs> I, should, I should have brought it in here. It's my, uh, I have it out on my table, you know, still to this day. And she gave it to me for Christmas. It's the NIV, and, you know, it was the study Bible, yeah. right? So it had all the little, has all the little notes at the bottom yeah. and of each page and stuff. And I want you to know something. Um, so fascinating she uh got that for me and and i just really kind of delved right in and not telling a lot of people but delved right in and and then you know a year later she ended up being diagnosed with similar uh, not exactly the same but similar cancer uh, like my dad and then from wow. then i got a promotion out again of chicago you know to my next to my next job which was back in the south and you know so we moved but um Look, I would have never had that, um, you know, been able to deepen that relationship, which then really, you know, was sort of a calling to deepen my own yeah. um, relationship with God. It wasn't just faith. I mean, it was just really, wow, I'm developing a relationship here. Huh. So and I'll never forget that. That is amazing. Yeah. And it sounds like all that was sparked um, through loss, through yeah. death yeah. and pain and loss. Um, of your father and then of her um, well of I know isn't that amazing and then just like a year later I know so exactly yeah. yeah it was through suffering it really and also with my dad there was some um you know I tried to uh, avoid that that loss there for a while you know sure. um you know how you you know avoid through you know the way I usually or would have done that would have been you know really jump in and work you know super hard and yeah distance myself keep going you know yeah not look at it but it has a way uh, you know to bubble that it just bubbles it, it how do I say it seeps out whether you want it to or not right and it sort of bubbles to the top whether you want it to or not so finally this I think that is how I that helped me be able to really start to take a closer look, I think, and even process some of those emotions and, you know, have some awareness around some of that as well and the grieving. So that was good. And so what was your job? Like, were you a coach at this time as well? No, I, my original, uh, after undergraduate, uh, was, um, I worked in corporate, uh, for gosh, 15, 20 years and had different roles in uh, training and sales management and, you know, leadership and that sort of thing. So, uh -huh. yeah. So, yeah. So it was with an oil company and then also with the company that is in manufacturing. And back in those days, you know, we moved around a lot, you know, to have different roles and things. Mm -hmm. So, And so eventually you became a coach, which explain what that is, what that even means, a coach. Okay, and then um, that was interesting too. I, I think well, first, what is a coach? You know that. Gosh, that's a different way. Let me think of the best way to explain that. Um, a coach really is. I kind of compare it sometimes to other professions. You know that are helping professions as well. So the way I see it is, 
you know, a counselor or a therapist is someone that's really uh, there with you in the healing. So the word healing comes to my mind. And then with the, like a consultant, that's more somebody that's there as an advisor, you know, so it's more advice giving where a coach is really someone that uh, comes alongside you more and partners, partners with you. And it could be to achieve a particular goal. Uh, it, a lot of times it's to, I know in the work I do, I work as a career and a life coach. So uh, much of that is um, around uh, discovery, you know, it could be career discovery, exploration. It could be uh, looking around, you know, gosh, what is my, you know, kind of life purpose or my career purpose and where am I being called? And then really working through action, right? Taking, working together, partnering together for action steps to, to achieve, you, you know, whatever that is. I, um, I happen to appreciate coaching because, uh, and, and I'm drawn to that because what I like about it is it's, I'm working, I believe that really the client, you know, they're the expert on themselves and they really have the answers or the, the directions and the intuition within themselves. And it's really me working with them to create a space where that can open, right? That can open up into awareness and, and be able to help prepare, pr propel them, you know, in growth. Yeah. So it sounds like there's, um, I mean, there seems to be a spiritual dynamic to all of this, um, whether every coach would say that or not. I mean, it sounds how you've described it to me. sounds like, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We're working with more than just goals, but even the human spirit and essence and purpose and meaning and all these things. Yeah. That's, I don't know if every coach would look at it that way. I know that's really been, you know, that's been my lens. I, I think that's, because that's really probably my lens of how I, probably how I feel like, what is my foundation and how I grow and develop. So yeah. that's a lot of it, I think. Well, and it sounds like, um, I mean, just from the other conversations we've had, that you are also branching out to something maybe that's not traditionally coaching. Um, well, honestly, at the, you know, professionally speaking, I, uh, I, I'm, you know, I work as a coach that, that really is my profession. Um, you know, career, executive life, life type coaching. Um, now what, what I am, what I have felt though, drawn to, uh, developing even more is, uh, doing more workshops, you know, and more, what we call transformational type workshops. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so that, that's what I'm being drawn to even more in addition to working with folks one-on-one -on -one as coach. And so we've talked before about um, transformation and kind of like how transformation happens. And one of the ways, kind of like how it happened in your life um, yeah. with your yeah. father. And we did something a couple of years ago on the transformation cycle. Um, and so I was really intrigued about, uh, maybe you walking us through what the transformation cycle is, um, and maybe dip some different steps that are a part of that cycle. And then maybe we can talk about what place you think we're in right now as a okay. country. Okay, good. Yeah. The, uh, y you know, there's a lot of, how do I say, you know, 
people may view this, you, you know, people, different individuals, you know, will have a different way, maybe languaging of this, or maybe even, you know, how you and I'll talk sometimes about, you know, a different lens, maybe, you know, about how they approach transition, change, growth, transformation, you know, those are all just kind of different different pieces of language around that um the way that yeah so a lot of people have different ways they sort of look at that the way that i that i've experienced it and and um you know and worked with others you know in this way is um i look at it and and i didn't really even have language for this right away right you know and then you know as it came along the language you know i was presented with this model and the language you know is, has kind of come and been revealed but generally if you think about growth and change and transition you know a lot of times what will happen is and this is going to be a bit simplistic but let's take a look is a lot of times there'll be a change i kind of think of it in a wheel and there'll be some sort of change event right or crisis so in other words there's something that occurs and this doesn't have to be a huge thing you, you know if you think about it you're kind of always in these sort of cycles of you know transition in your life and things in different areas but there'll be usually some sort of change event and this could in some cases it is a bit bigger you know so you lose all of a sudden you you lost your job or there's a health diagnosis or you know your separation or divorce something like that so there's a yeah. there's something that catches your attention shakes you up okay then then it kind of moves into um of course what we want to all of us want to do which is resist um, because you know that's that really probably is our natural human reaction right is to we want to keep things the way they are we we don't want to recognize maybe something has shifted and also especially with, if it's painful which a lot of times it is something that involves something where we're again shaken up you know we're shook up so something's different um then then there a lot of times there's comes a to, to move to sort of the next the next piece is there is a bit of a letting go or an acceptance like to, to move around resistance right there's sort of a like yes you know this is occurring you know a bit of a yeah it's happening and you know and none of this might be exactly linear you know you're titrating between these things but you know then it can move into a lot of people have termed this dark night of the soul you know especially especially from a spiritual perspective yeah. um chaos you know that's that time where you know you you're moved past the resistance and then you're in it right and but you might not be able to see a lot you might and what i mean by that is you don't see a lot of you you don't necessarily know what the outcome is going to be there's a lot of uncertainty. Um, sometimes it's just a day by day. I'm going to be, you know, I'm, I'm in this, I'm going to be, I'm, you know, standing in this and, 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 and can't see a lot, you know, it's dark. Okay. And then from there, generally, you know, you'll start to, they'll start to be some, I kind of call it the fertile void, you know, where you start, you know, you're still, 
it's you still can't necessarily see a path and you haven't moved beyond you know whatever this or through you know sure, through yeah. it but but you start to have some things you know there start to be some little ahas right some little things start to be revealed you start to have the light starts going on oh yeah oh yeah you know so there's little pieces that start oh yeah this is oh, okay this is move this is the path and then you know as you can and a lot of times you're titrating between you know a couple of these a lot of times and then moving beyond that would be more where then it you are past you can start seeing hindsight right you know i kind of call this integration you can you can start whatever the change is you've been through that transition process and you can start to look back and see where you've been and you can really start narrating sometimes you even narrate it differently right you know like wow you know look what i learned in this or what the gift was in this or now here's where i am and then you know kind of, kind of goes back through and then i always have a think of it the special part which is in the center and this this really just comes out of my own you know faith in things and and just experience in life um is the foundation you know at the center which you know i would i would call god you know others again depending on their faith tradition might might see that a bit differently but it's the foundation that you that's beyond you right that's the solid foundation beyond you that you can just continue to lean in at any moment you know because that's always there even at the dark the darkest times when you don't know where things are going so that was a long answer joel but is that did yeah, that help great so first there's something happens right mm -hmm. um change or a shift in something and then we go to resistance so we don't want to change we're pushing yep. uh, resisting then we accept the change is that, is that the well no then it's um well yeah you've got some usually to move beyond resistance there's some i hate to say accept but i i threw that around a little bit but there's there's something of a letting go isn't there right you know in other words like wait this is happening you know so okay right so Okay. Like that. So a letting go, like, okay, I'm falling off the cliff. Let me just fall or whatever. Yeah, I mean, this is happening whether I, you know, want it to or not. You know, resistance is pointless at this time. Yeah. And you kind of give up some, a lot of times what happens in resistance is, you know, we all experience this, you know, whether it depends on a lot about your own defense mechanisms and how you function, right, as a person, sure, but yeah. avoid, you know, uh, avoid in several ways pretend like it's not happening or maybe even over functioning over controlling something to keep it the way it is mm -hmm. like okay if i just get on this you know i can, I can keep this status quo you know mm -hmm. if i can just structure it and stay on it or we medicate ourselves right to whether it be too much cv or too much whatever you know right to kind of yeah. check out so those are all kind of ways i think to resist and then finally it's just like no wait a minute you know this is here and this is happening and there's a i've noticed in my own life there's a a real freedom and kind of almost a relief even though moving into chaos where you don't really know where the path is is scary there's somewhat of a relief of just finally saying you know i just, i'm just getting real here and this is you know and giving up the resistance 
Okay. So once you let go, maybe that's a better term, let go. You um, sure. Uh, then you go into the chaos. Right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Generally, right. Cause you don't see the path, you know, the path isn't there yet. Yeah. Or we could say the, the dark woods or. Yeah. That's another thing. Wilderness, right? Yeah. yeah. Wilderness, like we speak of the Israelites wandering around in the wilderness, right? Where's the path? Where are we going? Well, or some people even say desert, right? Because, yeah. you know, if, like you say about the Israelites in the desert for 40 years, you know, that sort of thing. Which is actually like, we see that transformation cycle in the Bible. And that's one of the examples is, oh, we're in Egypt and okay, we're, this is normal, right? And then changes, we're going to leave. And there's a lot of uh, resistance to that, right? Yeah. A lot of pushback from the Israelites and the Egyptians. And then they finally let go and they leave and then they wander around and they're still complaining. Like you said, like this back and forth of like here and here and here. Uh, yeah. 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 Cause it doesn't mean that's right. Because, you know, even, even when we're wandering there, right. In the wilderness and the desert, there are, yeah, there's those different points where they're saying, you know, they're telling Moses, well, just take us back to Egypt. You know, it'd be better. You know, just take us back. And so, and that's not uncommon, is it? It's like, it's, it is like you're standing in the middle of the sea. It's mm -hmm. like, wait, now I've already left that. I've already left that shore. That was the comfort zone. I can't see the other one. And can you just take me back? But you sort of almost know intuitively you can't really go back there, you know, because you may be going back in slavery by going back there. Yeah. So at some point, so you basically just have to hang around in this dark place uh, <laughs> until there, until you start seeing some glimmer of light or what? Is there some? Well, you know, that you do? I, uh, I have to say, I, you know, I've, I found myself, you know, at those times and also working with clients and things that, you, you know, it's, it ends up being so much more than just, than just hanging around. Right. Because you, I mean, I don't know about for you, and you may want to share your, any of your experiences as well. It's, it's almost like what I call the struggling well techniques come in. You know, in other words, it's each day, each moment, you know, being able to struggle well through that time. Because I don't know about you, but times of uncertainty or not knowing how something's going to turn out or also where there may be some grieving mm. of what was yeah. right. And those ways of loss, those are hard to, that's hard to navigate. So I think it's, I know for myself, it's really learning through the years. What, what do, what do I feel and what do I need? Mm. And, and really trying to navigate those waters while, while you're in that dark place. Yeah, well, really at all times, but definitely when you're in the dark place, right? <laughs> Where And I say dark place, you know, I don't want to scare anybody too badly. You know, it's it's more, you know, because you just can't, it's unknowing. Mm. It's kind of, well, a bit like maybe where we're at right now in some ways, right? As a, as a society. Yeah. Yeah. The, and that's what I was wondering. Would you classify us as like in this wilderness unknowing place the darkness spot where we're not really sure or I, it, where would you put us i mean it feels and i'd be curious too of your your thoughts on this too joel is 
you know, it feels, it feels a bit like that. It was, it was funny because, you know, even a couple weeks ago, I wouldn't necessarily have been able to see that, you know, just yet. But then something sort of did hit me intuitively, like maybe it was like over the weekend or in the last week, it was like, wow, you know, this really feels like sort of like a, a transition process or cycle because it's going to go, it feels like it's going on long enough where we're getting further away from that shore of how things were. And yet we don't really know how long what it looks like, what's the path, and, you know, are, are we going to be, you know, okay as far as healthy and right, you know, and or impacted ourselves or our loved ones. So that's when I started to realize, Joel, I was like, wow. So there is a, there's sort of a grieving and a bit of a sadness and a and fear there, but then, then it also gave me some, a kind of titrate between that and maybe also some hope of well i wonder what what new things will come right new yeah. ways of living new life that sort of thing yeah. yeah i don't want to boil it down too much though because everybody has their own experience and you know what i mean like yeah. it's just one it's just sort of a way to sort of think about it i guess yeah well i think so too like when i think of originally we were at my church we were told like two weeks and then we'll be back in worship initially right and then you mm -hmm. hear um the president's saying like july or august when things are settled down so what does that mean you know so yeah. when we stretch it out it's no longer just a, a short-term thing it becomes a long-term thing yeah. um i think it creates a whole different feeling and environment um and then for the state to go on shelter in place um and those pieces again create some more uh lack of control uh, yeah. and unknowing and yeah um, yeah you just don't you know we don't know you know why or or where it's going or you know who will be impacted and you know i think you know i myself probably try to uh you know you try to reason that out right to, so you can have feel like you have maybe more control over it and Right? <laughs> and conceptualize and all the rest of it. And all that's good. We need all those type of, right? We need our thinking mind. We, we do. We need that. Um, and I see it as an and. And also, again, it's I'm noticing these openings of just possibilities and hope and new life, you know. Yeah. So, so I'll be interested to see. And that's individually as well as corporately, right? So to just be you know, meaning globally, you know, so it'd be interesting, you know, just be interesting to see. Yeah. And so when you come through this darkness and you start getting these glimmers of hope and then you come out of the darkness, um, what, what term did you use for that? It's more like, um, when you start having some ahas, you know, it's like for, it's the called, I call it the fertile void, you know, cause you're still, you know, you're still walking around in that wilderness, but there's, you have a little bit more light, right? You've gotten some more. Because the, the, also the way I look at this, Joel, and this is more from, you know, because I worked as a trained therapist as well. It's, you know, there's some, this just kind of how I look at things generally is usually the path of, of some sort of change or growth in life is 
you, you know, we're all so very much unconscious, right, of our own sort of behaviors a lot of times and, you know, actions and things. And there's something about, though, when something comes in awareness, right, you know, where it's like, oh. Yeah. And then from there, you know, a lot of times that's where it can really then become really, a lot of times it's not just in your head that you're aware, but when it moves to your heart more experientially, that's a lot of times then when it becomes more integrated in your life and there's real change in, yeah. in, in whatever that pattern is. And I, I don't know about everybody else, but I know my life has been, it's like a iterations of this, you know? Mm. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, on different, maybe it's ways I've, you know, prayed to about, you know, different circumstances or such situations or even behaviors, you know, and in hopes that, you know, that I could grow through some of those things or, you know, even working with clients, you know, and I just see a lot of times then, I don't know, the door is open, the opportunity is opened, right? And this whole transformation cycle thing, um, when you come out the other side of it, what does that do? Like, is that a good thing? Is, is it a good thing to go through this transformation cycle? Well, it also sounds like we don't really have a choice. But. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I found what I've, and it just, you know, I'd be curious, you know, how others too would look at, you know, because this is their own internal experience, right, is, you know, I found um, that it's really brought me, um, particularly because I had some pieces in life that, you, you know, that I felt like I had to work through, right? You know, that kind of, you know, how we talked about kind of those Israelites, you know, and feeling a bit enslaved, you know, there's, you know, kind of some, some, you know, just even again from, you know, the growing up years, different, you know, uh, experiences, etc. that it, it kind of felt like, It, 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 I felt the need to want to um, work through, you know, some of those things. I wanted a bit more freedom around, around some of that. And, and, and really, that's what I've noticed is, is if I just, the more I can bring some, the more some of this gets brought into awareness and, and I actually um, am awake to that, it, then the more that allows me to feel real grounded, real freedom, you know, right? Where it doesn't, I don't feel like I keep having that same lesson come around and around and around and I have to keep going through it. It just, it feels like, wow, you, you know, you can feel real freedom from it. So, so you're saying coming through the transformation cycle is bringing freedom to this, waking you up to this particular thing or that particular thing? It could, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, what are other do you notice that too? Do you notice that, you know, I notice that in the other, I notice that in my set, you know, and, and that's all, I don't particularly see that as punishment. That's not really my, that's not my theology. I really see it as, you know, this is from a spiritual lens, a theological lens, as I see it as, you know, God really created, you know, created me whole and in, in love. And it's really out of love that, then these opportunities can arise to be able to continue to kind of have an opportunity maybe to become free of particular behavioral patterns or 
you know, things in our life that really are keeping us, keeping us small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, right. Well, yeah, and I agree. I mean, I think, isn't it great that everything gets used, right? Um, yeah. Like the bad yeah. stuff and the good stuff in order to free us up more to become who we really are or, um, or another way of putting it is you come through and you wake up more to what you are and maybe what you were before and what, yeah. And you know, what's interesting too, Joel, is I, you know, when I first, um, was developing a, you know, learning about God really, right. You know, in a deeper way and everything, it was more from a knowledge kind of head perspective, but you know, then as I continued to journey through and, you know, I still have a whole, hopefully a whole lot more, right. You know, until, because <laughs> you keep learning all these things, right. More and more and more. But it, it was this thing of, um, you, you get to what I feel like is it the more awareness, you know, the more things that opportunities to grow, then it connects me more to yes, who God made me to be my true self. And also the Holy Spirit, you know, I don't see God really as like out there somewhere as much anymore as really inside, you know, each of us. Mm -hmm. And so then it, it just opens up more opportunities, I think, in my sense, to really then be connected to spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit and ourselves, our true yeah. selves. I mean, and uh, I think share that and serve, right, you know, in the world and with God's purposes, however that's called, your call. Yeah. Yeah, and I think with my experience, it's much, it's been a when you come out the other side, you go deeper, right? Yeah. Instead of um, it gives you more depth, more I don't know, soul, more yeah. life, more something um, that you didn't have before. Yeah, is it almost? Do you feel more almost like you're just yeah, you're you're just even more connected, you know? Right? Yeah. So there's even more opportunity then for more to even be revealed or something I don't know. yeah maybe I, it's a moving from knowing here yeah from knowing here to knowing here right yeah see i think that's that's really it isn't it you know that that's what i've seen is when it when it uh, when i feel like something is really has gonna maybe have changed or transformed it's one thing if i know it here and believe me i can intellectualize stuff all day long and i you know i love love doing that you know, in a lot of ways but when but when it's here when i get it here experientially right that's when when my heart changes yeah. that's when it's like whoa you know yeah which that uh, for me gives me a little bit of um hope even in the struggle right and then the dark times yeah, like okay. oh yeah there's something there will be something that comes from this that will be so great yeah in some way well i had a coach that i worked with uh one time she said to me she says okay um uh, and i was going through this this health crisis thing that i didn't expect and and she's like and it was just real sudden too and she's like so if you look at it what versus okay what's what if it was happening for you versus to you you know, and I thought, wow. So I really had a ponder on that one for a while. And it, and that I didn't get any immediate answers either, you know, right? But it was an interesting thing that kind of helped me reframe a bit through the, really through the entire process. Yeah. And Right? I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, that's because so good, usually honey. it feels like it's happening to us, especially when we're just getting slammed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what if it's happening for you? Yeah, I love that for you. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a benevolent universe. Yeah, you know, I think of our loving God. Yeah, you know, of love. It's out. You know, it's out of love. It's it's love. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to come across one thing. I do want to say, you know. A lot of this can sound like, oh, okay, yeah, this is just a formula, you know, and you just, you know, you walk through. No, not so much. Um, I, it's, I think it's, I think it's just really sort of another way to maybe consider conceptualizing, and there may be just certain nuggets that resonate mm -hmm. uh, for an individual's experience right or even our experience corporately at this point you know so just whatever may and i think that's kind of why we were talking about kind of chatting about some of this and that's why i love this work you know just kind of whatever it's not a pat answer and it's not a this is the way it is it's just another way to sort of walk through and, and conceptualize getting a deeper connection with who you really, who you are in, in, in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's beautiful. And um, give you freedom to feel what you're feeling, right? Because even if it is yeah. for you, it uh, doesn't mean it doesn't suck. You know? Well, that's exactly right. And, and honestly, um, you'll find it's, I believe you'll find that, um, you know, it's like the more that you, the more that one faces and actually sort of sits with, uncertainty the and, and again sort of riding the wave right you know you know through it versus avoiding you know all the different things we do you, you find you build the muscle you know and, and you just it's easier it's easier and then and then it's almost and then it's kind of neat because then you, you get an opportunity to then live in a bit more uncertainty so then that can go a lot of different ways, right? That can bring so many other joys and things too that we maybe before we just were had to control things so much you just couldn't, right? So it sometimes closes things off. So. Yeah, oh, that's in, I never thought of that. That's interesting. The, your um, ability to hold a certain amount of certainty or uncertainty. Yeah. yeah, you know, or just really just be with it. Not even really hold it, but just be able to be with it. You know, it's kind of what I was talking about about really just noticing being present not necessarily having to push it away right maybe breathe you know breathing through it because also if you've experienced had different experiences of trauma in your life and things you know you do want to titrate these things if it becomes too much you you know you do safe have safety sometimes you do need to yeah you know right distance distract that sort of thing whatever's whatever's good you'll know what's what's good for you Oh man, that's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be helpful for a lot of people, at least to begin thinking about it um, and, and how they're moving through in their own life. Uh, but if people want to get in touch with you and pick your brain or talk to you or maybe have you be their coach or something like that, um, how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way? Um, either through e email or, um, or just, just give me a call or text. Um, do you want me to give you that information now, Joel, or do you want to put that somewhere 
Yeah, why don't you just say whatever, what's your email address um, okay. for people? It's, yeah. it's claudia.l.barnes, B-A-R-N-E-S, at gmail.com. Okay, and do you have a website or anything where people can? can yep, it's claudiabarnes.com. Claudiabarnes.com, awesome. Yeah, well, that's great. I think people are going to love it. And um, thank you so much for the time. Thank you, Joel.